You're not late. And I see you brought a plate. Oh, Melanie, a pack of saladas. How versatile. Versatile salada for all the foods we love today. Sharon and Jaden on the edge. Welcome along to the show. It's going to be a doozy. I've got, I'm so excited. I'm filled with energy. And I always have energy, but it's more than usual what? today. Crap. It's 4.17. Oh, well, you got three minutes to... I mean, what do we do? Do we play half a song or do we just go early? Okay, everyone, right. guess what? This is the time. You're going to go on a time machine. Okay, everyone? You're in your time machine now. Play the beat. 420 Toes Chat. <laughs> yeah, let's pretend it's 420 already. It is, it is. Oh my gosh, it's 420. Let's go. Okay, 420 Toes <laughs> Chat. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're like, 420 Toes Chat? With how that come from? Mm. Well, let us tell you. We constantly get told we should be talking about what the people are talking about. Talking mm. about things that, you know, listener pals get up to every day. Mm. And so we did some investigating. We stalked a whole lot of listeners. We watched through your windows. We camped on your front yard. <laughs> and we found out that Whoa. most of you... <laughs> Eat toast. And so mm. we thought, let's do toast chat every day. Different variety of toast chat. Yeah. You say we talked about questionable uh, toast, toast toppings. Mm. Well, today we're going to talk about questionable toast techniques mm. because there are some uh, really a, weird things out it's there. It's actually a crazy thing. You know, some some people, you know, they'll shun this. They'll be like, oh, toast, are you serious? <laughs> of all things you can talk about, you're talking all about things. toast. Get better content. But no, Not toast us. is an everyday thing, and it's actually very, very versatile. Oh. And like, the three of us all have our toasts differently. With Sharon I and producer Dan, it's all it's all crazy around these neck of the woods. It is. Talk and to me, Shaz. If you've got a questionable toast technique, just start calling us now. We'd love to hear from you on 0800 oh, the Edge or I'd text it to 3343. Mm. Now, I didn't think this was questionable, but mm. I've been told today that it is. Oh, very so there's a tradition in my family led by uh, my granddad, Horace Lloyd Philip Rogers, absolute legend of a human. And he, every time he made toast, would use the end of his butter knife, like the handle end, mm. and just put like little dents in all of the toast. So before you put your toppings on, everything sunk in there. And that's mm. really stuck with me. And I, uh, out of respect of the intelligent human that my granddad Lloyd was. Yeah. I do it all the time. That is good. Give the toast a wee bit of a. That and is then so that's odd. What goes. So you like put holes in your toast. Yeah. So you make it like holes, a crumpet almost. Dents. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. It works. Try it out. It does sound a bit odd, but uh, hey, all respect to your granddad who had four first names. Mm, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Bree's already called up on I-100. Oh, here edge. we go. Bree, what's your questionable toast technique? Um, so, like, every single time, this is kind of gross because it means I put on a lot of margarine. Mm. Oh. I, like, push it in real deep, wait for it to melt, push even more in real deep, and oh. just keep repeating that until it doesn't melt. That Man, is revolting. This sounds like how I made my son. <laughs> That was funny. Hey, Bree, that is a very questionable toast technique, and you've really got the ball rolling here, babes, and I want to hear more of these. So mm. hold the line. We're going to hook you up with a prize, dude. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. I like my toast. I just put it on the one, and I just go pretty much just just soft. Oh, so no, it's just it's just bread, warm bread. Oh, you just put it on level one. I do, yeah. This is warmed up bread. That's yeah. gross. Warm bread <laughs> with a slight crisp. 420 Toast Chat. <laughs> toast. Everybody loves it unless you are... A ghost. Because you can't eat food. Because unfortunately you're not on the planet, dude. Let's go. Okay, I've got my wicked flow. You eat your toast at 420 because you know how to go. I got a flow. Yeah, let... Uh, 
Mate. Sorry. I thought that was a two-person rap, and I was just waiting to jump in, and then you just kept going, and then you effed it up. I had so many rhymes to come off ghost. I'm so sorry. Most. Oh, yeah. Roast. Roast. Next time. Oh, my God. Next time, 420 Toast Set could be a 420 rap. Oh, well, we're going to have an idea for tomorrow. 420. Toast Every day we're going to talk about toast because it is the toastiest (laughs) time of the show. And we We want to know today your questionable toast techniques, Mm. things that you're doing to your toast that's just a little bit weird. Mm. Mel, welcome to the show, gal. How's it doing? How's it going? Good. I don't know how's it doing. That's not going to be a thing. No, no, no. It's cool. How's it doing? (laughs) How's it doing, Mel? How's it doing? I just finished work, so it's all good. Oh, (laughs) yes. You lucky bush. Now, Mel, please tell us immediately what your questionable toast technique is. Okay. I butter both sides of my bread first and then toast it. Hold up. Hold wait, 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 wait. So you're putting the toast in the toaster. Do it. Well, I'd be worried to get electrocuted by this because it would, like, liquefy. Does it just sink oh, in? Oh, no, because I've just got an old toaster and I just butter it. Oh, I just... Oh, wow. Really real nice, crispy... Oh, and it makes it, it get golden. I, I can get around this one. Yeah. That's like the exterior of a toasted sandwich. True. That's yeah. true. Fo- beautiful. Follow-up mm. question, Mel. When it comes out of the toaster and that's all sunken, do you put butter on again before you put oh, your yeah. spread on? Just, just one side and butter it and then, yep. Oh, That is a buttery piece of bread. Mm. Yes, beautiful. I knew when you rang up, Mel. I was like, Mel sounds like a freaking bush, and she is. I love it. Thank you so much, Mel. Yeah. Thank you, you, Mel. Have a good day. (laughs) Alex, welcome to the show. A questionable toast technique for 420 Toast Chat. What is it? Oh, it's a a bit of an interesting one. Okay. We'll decide that, Alex. On cooking toast. Yeah, well, you you know how you make your cheese toasted sandwiches? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... It's a bit of a creative one, but you wrap it up, wrap it all up in tin foil, and chuck it in the engine bay of your car or something. What? <laughs> what? So you toast your toast in your bonnet? Yeah, no, nah, under it, like on top of the exhaust or something. When you wrap it up in tin foil, so it doesn't catch fire. Like when you're driving, or do you just like park up? Why can't you just use a toaster like a normal person, Alex? Because you look oh, cool. Well, sometimes you don't have time at work, you know. How do you have more time to go outside and whack it on an exhaust? Oh, you, you pre-make them. Does it ever smell, like, smoky or anything? Like, mm. taste smoky? Yeah. You get a bit of oil in there? Oh, no, nah, not really, as long as you don't leave it in there too long. Okay, well, maybe we have to try You're this crazy. Out, there are some crazy folk out there. Good to hear of the creativity levels. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try out a few of them. Are you, actually? Like, which one? Both of them. The, the, in the car and buttering both sides. I can I'll imagine do you doing the car one. Yeah. 100%. Just, just revving in my, on my driveway. It would be probably be nice as well for you to try something else in tinfoil for a change, too. <laughs> well, this, this is 420 Toast Chat. 420 Toast Chat! And that's a wrap with the tinfoil. Hey, we'll see, yeah, you, yeah. we'll see you again next time. When we were on tour, mm. I think... Yeah. We were on tour and it was quite a tiring journey we went on. We were getting up very early. And at one stage, Sharon got a bit senile. She got a bit delirious and just Can you not ever call me senile again? If you call me senile again, I will, I will, blimmin, I will hurt you. Okay? I will hurt you. Okay, sorry. I don't want to say what I'm going to say. I'll say it off here. Turn the mics off. (laughs) Wow. I didn't want to say it on air because I want to be a bad, you know. That was vicious. I'm glad we censored that. But anyway, so Sharon got us into singing while we were down in Dunedin, I believe it was. We were were stuck in that little box and we were like, oh, it's the end of our tour. You're like, let's get loose. And you started humming away. Someone say that I was like Maria on Sound of Music. And how do you solve a problem like Maria? (laughs) 
I'll tell you You don't how. sing like that ever again. Excuse me. <laughs> that was amazing. Now, and, that was good. Uh, was, you're great. Uh, so we started a band. We, we started a band in Dunedin, and we all know good bands come out of Dunedin. Am right. I right? 660? Yeah. <laughs> so we started a uh, barbershop trio. Mm. Because uh, they're usually a quartet, but there's, there wasn't four of us there. Unless, hang on, producer Claude. Oh, gosh. Producer Claude, did you want to be in the barbershop? She's Are you shaking sure? her head she, no. Because it would be great so- if it was a quartet. Is it still a no? Oh, for goodness sake. I finally get a girl on this show, <laughs> and you can't even be in the barbershop. Anyway, so we started a barbershop trio. I could do a girl sort of voice. <laughs> yeah, you could. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we said like it like monkey. I love how we said it like we didn't know. Anyway, so um, what we thought is we would like our listener pals to mm. be on the journey because you know how like you think of New Zealand's biggest stars, you know your six sixties, your lords, your Sharon Casey's, your wax Mustang in five years. You know, yeah, people weren't there from the beginning; they didn't get to see it be born to be shaped. Mm. So we thought we'll let you do that uh, by. Letting you come to barbershop practice, and we're going to do that now. Okay. Okay. Now, as we all know, obviously I'm Beyonce because I'm the best singer. Kelly Rowland. You're Kelly Rowland. You're yes. Michelle. <laughs> yeah, you're Michelle. Michelle. Sharon, oh you're God. Michelle. I am not Michelle. You're the one I who we, we, turn the, we, we turn the mic off when we're all singing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Make you think that you're Michelle in. Michelle has won more Grammys than Kelly, so. Is she really? Yeah, she's like the Beyonce of the gospel world. So pay your goddamn respect. You know, Michelle was always my favourite, actually, because I, I, I was a bit of an indie. Okay, shut kid. up, Kelly. All right. Now uh, we, we're going to do it. Who would like to start the barbershop today? Oh, I think I'll start us off. Okay. All right, Kelly. Okay, so we'll just we're just going to freestyle this. Yep. Who goes and, second? Is it you second? Oh, you, you can go second. If you, oh. I mean, we may as well go from bad to better. Yeah, okay, you know, right. so I want. Second. I would like to be. Wait, so are you going the second, Dan? I'm going second. Oh, thank goodness. Okay, so that means that the worst. Yeah. Jumping out of the end. I mean, nice guys finish first in this scenario. Okay, here we go. Okay, hang on. Hang on, i got to do my... The tip of the mouth, the top of the tea. The tip of the mouth, the top of the tea. Okay, ready. The human torch was denied a bank loan. <laughs> All right. Don't make me They're laugh. They're coming through the back door. <laughs> Save the children. Okay. okay I'm ready. Up. I'm warmed up. I'm warmed up. <sighs> boom. Boom. Ba-ba-boom. Snap your fingers. Ba-ba-boom. Snap. Boom. Ba-boom. Boom. Ba-ba-boom. Boom. Ba-ba-boom. Boom, ba ba boom, 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 ba ba boom, 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 Okay, wait, 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 <laughs> oh, don't act like Beyonce's always perfect, mate. She's had some bad moments as well, and it'll be back tomorrow. Chastox Love Shack. We used to do this a few years ago. Haven't done it for a long time. It's Shaz Dog's Love Shack. Now, this is where 
I, I feel like I don't want to brag, but I have literally gone from somebody who was cheated on, had mm. a terrible, uh, my very first boyfriend when I was like 18 before I moved to Auckland, absolute a-hole. Oh. Second boyfriend, really, really nice. Third boyfriend, nice guy, didn't work out. Then I got cheated on by another boyfriend. Jeez. I've had a few boyfriends, but I've been in a relationship for 11 years. I'm married, and I'm married to a dude who I was so obsessed with and somehow managed to convince him Odd that I was obsessed his with him. Yeah. <laughs> no. He, so, I, feel <laughs> like kidding, I, I feel like I can give you everyday love life because I've gone from being the psycho girl out there, out there mm. dating who was not good at it whatsoever to landing the absolute love of her life. And so if you've got a question, 0800 The Edge or mm. text to 3343, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship, whether it's about sandwich making, because... I did do a uh, sexy podcast and my best friend's a sexologist. Uh. Anything. If you want to spice up your relationship, oh. let us know. Not your stupid questions that people are texting me in about cheese and things like that. We don't want to talk about that. We yeah. want to get into the real thing. Legitimately help people in relationships. And we've already got Robbie on 0800 The Edge. What's your question for Shaz Dog's Love Shack, Robbie? G'day. G'day, Shaz Dog. Um, give it, give it to me. This is an unfortunate one. Mm-hmm. I was... Uh, finished my studies last year and uh, met, this, met this girl in Auckland called uh, Georgie mm. and uh, had a thing going on. We went, then pissed off to, um, to uh, Prague for the holidays, came back and uh, she introduced me to her identical twin sister, which I didn't actually know existed and uh, I've kind of fallen, not fallen, but her identical twin I find much more attractive and cooler. Oh my gosh. Georgie. So I don't... Really so, is this no. a th- so are you dating Georgie, like the twin? Uh, uh, we had like a thing. We had like, well, I mean, we, we had a thing for about two weeks prior. Oh, prior but you don't, have a, you don't have a thing now. Now you're just friends. Well, no, no, because we were texting the entire time and like like over bloody um, in Prague. We were texting the entire time and like and like Skyping. And when comes back, we're planning on having this relationship. And then I meet her, I think you're twin, and I'm like, hang on, you're, oh, no. you're, you're pretty damn stunning, and your personality. I mean, Georgie's was a was a bloody nine out of ten, but oh. then the, the twins, the twins is a nine point one. See, so, this uh, is it. This is it. Okay, <laughs> let's not rate women out of ten. Let's not do that. But Robbie, the thing is, is that I think if you were friend zoned by Georgie and you just became friends, I think you could have had the yarn to be like, hey, I actually really like your sister. Do you mind if I ask her out? But I think mm. if you've been having a relationship with the twin. That will get super, super messy. And I think it's, I would say it's hugely unlikely that the twin will even go there with you. But I think if you yep. don't like Georgie, then you need to end that relationship. But then you just have to think if it's worth trying to get in between two twins. Mm. But I don't see that going great unless you're friend zoned already by Georgie. Mm. Yeah, I'm seeing red flags all over the situation. But, you know, you guys are best of this sort of thing. So I thought I'd come to you guys with it. Yeah, I would just say very much acknowledge those red flags. Unless mm. that you, you think that it will work out and Georgie's going to be okay with it. But definitely do not make a move without mm. having a conversation with Georgie first. Yeah, oh, I feel like situation. I feel like that's a conversation I do not want to have with her because I feel like that's just gonna, that's just gonna, you know, go. Oh, I feel like you've already got your own talk. answer in that case, Robbie. Yeah, I think <laughs> answered it for me, but it just sounds yeah. Uh, sounds like, yeah, I would, I would, uh, I would definitely acknowledge the red flags. But if you can't mm. and you think it's true love and it's worth it, talk to Georgie first and then talk to the twin. But definitely well, talk to her first. Absolutely. It's, 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 it's not just like a lingering feeling. It's like a deep, yeah. a deep inside. I sort of don't really. You know, I'm an, 
I'm a, I'm a man with confusion going through his head. You know? Fair enough, mate. Well, it is a you pretty might tricky have to, situation there. Tricky sitch. You might have to talk to Georgie about it, but definitely don't do anything without mm. talking to her first because you don't want to upset that relationship mm. between her and her twin at all. Good luck getting out of that good one, luck, Robbie. Robbie. And good luck getting out of that beanbag you were inside of as well. I know, Just, right? Well, no. if you have got a question for Shaz Dog's Love Shack, 0800 The Edge right now. Hi. Question for the love shack. How do you know when you're over someone? I reckon you know when you're over someone when you don't feel bad kissing other people. Oh, jeez. So if you can kiss another person and not be like, oh, I wonder how um, I wonder how they would feel about that. Oh, yeah. That's when you know that you're over it because you don't care what they think anymore. Mm. Yeah, my answer would just be, oh, wait, I mean, this is yours. It's fine. No, give I, us your I, answer. I, I don't know. I just feel like you just really know. You know, you just be like, you don't think about them anymore. Yeah, you stop thinking about them. You stop caring about them less if they do something to piss. Like they could do something simple. You don't feel jealous. Yeah, exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. You go out and let them be free. Be free as well. Mm. Uh, Another one. Right. We have a two-year-old and my husband would rather play Xbox than hang out with us. Uh. I'm talking every day, every spare moment. He's on it. Love life is a once a month if I'm lucky. Ah, yes, I get that. It's a a hard one because I've got a two-year-old as well and especially when you get up and when you're a parent and it's probably more so because she's at home with the baby. But whether you go to work or you stay at home with the baby, you get up and someone is constantly talking to you and then you go to work and people are constantly talking to you and Mm. then you come home and you're seeing your child and they're constantly talking to you and by the time they go to bed, all you want to do is just have a moment where no one is physically taking your energy. Mm. And so that's probably why he's playing Xbox because he just wants some time. So maybe you could just have a conversation about it and just say, okay, each of us get half an hour downtime when the baby goes to sleep where we just like give each other some space and then after that work on our thing and yeah. have it, if you have to like schedule in sandwich making time and you're like okay we want to start having sandwiches twice a week then you've just got to do it and work on it together yeah we're going to hit sure. the phones now each hello hi um so i have been in a relationship with my partner for a good 2 years and i you know how you kind of get to that point where you feel like it's like kind of doing the same shit, different acts of language, same yep. stuff, different day. Yeah. I kind of want to, you know, add something, I don't know, make it a little bit better. I don't know, we recently just got a puppy about a couple months ago, so that's like kind of the new part to our life. But nice. I don't know, I just feel like I need to I totally get what you mean. This is like a regular thing when you get out of that honeymoon period and you just start to get, you're so comfortable with each other and you become like best mates and you've got to find a way to keep it interesting. And I remember a piece of advice I always got given and I live by it and I think it is so true. And I find that in my own relationship when I don't do this, that Bryce and I will fight way more, but it's always having something to look forward to, whether it's like you've got a holiday booked or you've got a weekend away booked or you've got a concert that you're both going to go to together. There's just something that mm. both of you are doing together that you can always look forward to. Even if it's just like a renovation where it's niggly at the time, but at the end you've built this amazing thing together. Mm. But in the meantime, people say it all the time and it always sounds so lame when they're like, oh, have a date night every Wednesday or whatever. Mm. But it does <laughs> actually work. Like say if you guys picked Wednesday as your date night and you alternate and you don't tell the other person what the date is going to be. So every Wednesday it might be your turn, Jamie, and you're like, okay, you drive there and this is what we're doing. And then the next week, your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whoever, they choose what you do the next week. So you just kind of keep it interesting but simple, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in all honesty, my partner's probably listening. So hi, Corbin. But, um, <laughs> hey, Corbin. <laughs> Take Jamie out on a date. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I think it's because now we have a puppy, it kind of becomes a little bit 
more challenging to find time to go out, I guess. Yeah, but, but you can do things like we've got yeah. a dog as well, but like people will always look after a cute puppy. You just got to ask, yeah. even if you're just going out for dinner, it's only a couple of hours, the puppy will be fine. Otherwise, yeah. there's lots of restaurants you can go to where you can sit outside with your dog. There's definitely ways around it. So you've just got to you've just got to take away the excuses and focus in on your relationship and do the things that were fun. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm going to have to knuckle down and try and find something. Yeah, girl, good luck. Sarah, Jamie. See you later. Also, if you do have a dog or like a baby or whatever, just doing that nighttime walk, even if it's just around the block, no phones, and you actually have to talk to each other, that's like a big thing that we do. Oh, I like that. 